Welcome to the Tuning In Podcast, where we talk self-care, intuition, and our internal guidance system. We cover woo-woo topics in an approachable and practical way. I'm your host, Dana Evans of Alignful.com. As always, thank you for tuning in. Thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. Today, we're going to talk about thinking about versus feeling about things, situations, anything big that comes up. I think we can all relate to the concept of thinking about it. Hey, do you want to do something? Let me think about it. Would you like this new job? Let me think about it. And while I know it's important to think and to logically consider our options, we also need to feel our options out. And this is something that we definitely are not taught as much in school or in life. And feeling and really getting in touch with what your feelings mean and how your body is speaking to you through feelings is one of the most important things that we can harness. And I know traditionally feelings have maybe a bad rap. (laughs) You know, we're taught to stay focused, stay logical, don't let feelings get in the way of decisions. And all of that, I think, is a lot of baloney. (laughs) Because when we don't let our feelings get in the way of our decisions, or when we don't let ourselves feel, what it actually means we're doing is we are shutting off our body's natural ability to communicate with us. Our bodies communicate through feeling. So we have thoughts and we have feelings. The thoughts are in the mind. The feelings are in the body. When a feeling or a sensation comes into your body, it then would express itself in your actions, right? So thoughts create feelings. Feelings create actions. That can be approached in a few different ways. But we have to be aware of this feeling our body is communicating to us and what it means. I totally understand why we would want to think about something instead of feel about it because thinking feels really safe. Nah, even there I said feeling, right? But it's true. Thinking feels safe. So that's something we're willing to do. Yet note that there is an associated feeling with thinking. When we think about things, we can be very logical, we can be very analytical, and we can be very precise in the pros and cons. But what we are ignoring when we only approach a problem from a thinking perspective, especially something when we're talking about, I'm not talking about a math problem, but I'm talking about how you would make a decision that affects you in your life. If you only approach it from the thinking perspective, you're shutting down an entire intuitive part of your body. By shutting that down, you're actually limiting the span of which you can appropriately make a decision. You're bringing your decision-making into a very 2D, very logical, very linear fashion instead of opening up to a 3D fashion where you're considering what is the rational pros and cons But also, what do I want and what feels aligned? What feels right for me? That's a big question. 
I would like to say that there's no right or wrong decision, but if you're making a decision without factoring in how you feel about it, how your body's communicating with you, then you're actually not making the decision for yourself. You're making it based on what you determine external expectations are. So let's give an example here. If you are given an opportunity, say, for a new job, logically, you'd want to think through all of the logistics, how much you're going to make, what the cost of living change is, how you'll live and be in that new environment. What is the neighborhood like? What is the apartment cost? Are you going to have a downgrade or an upgrade? There's so many small details that you can consider. And of course, you will consider those, but that won't answer your question of, should I take the job? The way to answer that question is to ask, do I want this job? Closing your eyes and really start to sense in your body what comes up. How do you feel with that opportunity? Does it feel aligned with your goals? Does it feel aligned with your lifestyle? Is it something that is going to help you feel more inspired or more rigid and shut down. That is an important factor in the overall decision-making process. I do this now to an extreme of if someone invites me to do something, instead of saying yes or no right away, I say, let me get back to you. And what I mean is not let me think about it, I mean, let me feel about it. So what I do when I feel about it is I just close my eyes and check in. Often I'll put my hand on my heart or my belly and just ask, is this something I want to do? And usually I'll get a sensation in my body, either a leaping in the heart, tensing in my gut, right? Or my shoulders might tense up. I might get a little heat or flare up in my traps. The more you practice this, the more you'll allow the sensations to actually appear in your body. What happens when we only operate from a place of thinking is that we shut down the whole feeling part of our body so that we actually don't take our feelings seriously because we don't know what they mean and they seem to be irrational and possibly random. But the more you give yourself the opportunity to actually feel Close your eyes, be quiet from a mind perspective and tune into your body, the more your body will be willing to open up and give you those sensations, knowing that they won't be shut down or dismissed automatically. So when you have these certain feelings, you can start to associate them with what is going to serve you and what isn't going to serve you. What is something you truly want to do versus something you're going to do out of obligation. This empowers you to make decisions more clearly. When we think about things, we're often thinking from other people's perspectives. So if you're invited to go on a trip with a friend for her birthday and you take account into how you feel about it, your feelings might come up of like, ugh, you feel tightness in the chest, resistance. It may be something that you truly don't want to do. But if you were to logically think about it, you would think, well, if I don't go, she will be mad at me or she will think I don't care about her or 
the other friends will think I'm a lousy friend. You start to think your way into a decision that you feel you don't want to do. That's the thing with thinking. The ego mind is all about protection and safety and fear of abandonment. So often with thinking, you're making decisions on a fear-based platform. So if you want to take a new job, but there's a lot of fear of, will you fit in and all of those things, that's ego. But if when you think of the new job, your heart is leaping with excitement for the new opportunities and ways you can grow, that's the feeling, right? That's your intuition, your inner voice showing you what you truly want. This is a practice. We are raised and trained to think about everything and not think about everything from your own well-being, but from what other people and quote other people is very vague. Other people and what society expects or thinks of us. So then we're making decisions from this external to internal perspective versus making decisions from the inside, moving them outward. So when I ask you to think about it versus to feel about it, you can start to see the distinction. Thinking about it, while there's important factors that go into thinking and being logical and possibly being rational, feeling about it is going to be more intuitive and more about what is serving you. Thinking about it will serve others. Feeling about it will serve you. And as you really adapt to this dance between thinking and feeling, you'll find that really healthy balance and start to know when you want to take the more thought-focused perspective and when you want to take a more intuition-feeling-based perspective. Over time, it will shift for sure because this is how you start to build trust with yourself. This is how you start to build trust with your inner knowing of what truly is right for you. We spend a lot of time when we have a decision to make, we go to others, right? Once again, now we're taking our own thinking, which is already external based, and then we're asking for someone else's external based thinking. So not only do you have your own limited beliefs, your own thoughts, your own fears, now you're allowing someone else to stack their fears, their limited beliefs, and their thoughts onto your decision. So now you're asking someone who has their own worries in life to then give you advice and thoughts, right? What do you think I should do? What are your thoughts on this about a decision that's for me? Do you think I should break up with them? Um, That's not a thought that I want to comment on. (laughs) How do you feel about breaking up with a person? How do you feel about remaining in the relationship? What does your body say to you? Because here's the deal. When it comes to thoughts, when it comes to thinking, we can't think our way out of a belief. Thinking is very surface level. So when we're acting from the thinking part of our minds, we're using about the 5% of consciousness that we have. That means that 95% of our actions are more subconscious based. So if we have a subconscious belief, for example, if you think you want to leave a relationship because it's not a good relationship, but deep down subconsciously, you don't believe you can ever find another 
person that will love you because you have abandonment and love issues. It doesn't matter what I think, what you think, any evidence that is telling you that you need to not be in this relationship. If deep down you believe, right? 95% you believe that you can't find another one. You're going to stay in that relationship regardless of what's logical. But if you can really start to tap in and go inward and feel your way through that 95%, that belief system, your body will speak to you from a much deeper level. And you may even be able to uncover, wow, I feel that this is not wrong, but I realize now my fear is that I don't believe anyone else will love me. Well, now we're getting somewhere because now you can start challenging that deep-seated belief of, am I lovable? Is there evidence that I'm lovable? Then we can start to approach that from a more thinking-based perspective. But ultimately, we first have to dive deeper into the body, into the feeling, before you can actually change something from a thought-based perspective. That was a very simple example of a relationship. It happens with any habits we have and any general beliefs about ourselves. So when you're asked about something, well, what do you think about this? As you move down this process of exploring the feeling more, you may notice that when someone asks you what you think about something, your body starts to respond first. That you might call your gut reaction or as Malcolm Gladwell says, your blink, or you may call it your intuition or your inner voice. There's so many ways to talk about this, but the truth is it means that you're starting to give your body more agency and freedom to speak up because you've started to listen. So someone might ask you what you think, and you might notice that you feel before you think. And when that comes up, I ask you an offer that you can honor that and notice, oh, this feels contracted or this feels expansive. And from there, you can start to realize whether it's going to be something you want or not. And that will be my final comment here that we talk about with feeling versus thinking. A very simple way to start this process is when you think about something, Notice your body. Does it feel expansive or does it feel like it's contracting? And the key areas of your body to pay attention to when looking for expansion or contraction are your gut, so your belly, your stomach area, your chest and your heart area, your throat. We are talking about chakras here, (laughs) your throat, and also your shoulders. Because those are all areas that we can hold tension and we have a lot of repressed emotion there. So when you're asked to do something or when something's coming up and you notice a sensation in one of those areas, start to connect to whether it feels like it's a limiting sensation or an opening sensation. And as you start to feel the difference between the two, you'll really start to connect with what your body wants. And when something doesn't serve you, when it's not right for you, you'll notice it in the body. Now, a question that comes up often is, well, how do I know this isn't just fear talking? 
And we'll address this more deeply in another episode in ego versus intuition. Just know that fear is ego-based and it is mind-based. So when you feel that sensation of fear, we'll start to ask more questions. Don't just have to ask one question. Is this right for me? Is this serving me? If you're confused, we keep asking questions until we can get to the bottom of it. Ask the question, feel. Ask the question, feel. Is this a fear-based answer? Notice. Maybe you get a flutter in your heart. That would be a yes. Maybe you get an expanding feeling. That would be a no. For each of us, the feeling is going to be different. And it really is up to you to start small and build the connection between what feels real, what feels right, what feels wrong, what feels like fear, what feels like intuition. And the more we practice, the better we get at it. And it really is a path. It's a practice. It's an ongoing lesson. And we just keep testing the waters. We just keep showing up and asking the questions. We keep allowing, instead of blocking our body, our feelings to show up, to surface, so that we can identify and connect with them. Because without that, we already live in a thinking world. And if we think our way only through every decision, as we already covered, thinking is usually more of an external-based decision-making process. So we will end up deciding, making choices, living our life based on what we expect others want of us. And we will be completely disconnected from what we want from ourselves. In fact, ending up in that place later in life where you don't even know who you are because you've spent all of your time thinking and thinking based on what others think, what society wants of you, and never asking yourself, who am I? What do I want? What will serve me in this moment? Those are the times. Those are the questions that we need to ask so that we can be living for ourselves, so that we can be fulfilled and really connected and really stepping into living a life that is on purpose. And with that, you fill yourself with so much joy and connection that you don't have to worry about what others think because you're so whole and complete and sure that what you're doing is what you need to be doing. That's where we're getting to. That's where we're moving to. And it can, it starts with something so simple as, let me feel about it. You're opening up the conversation. You're opening up your body and your heart to a new way of considering. And you're honoring what comes up because deep down, you know that there is another part of you that wants to speak up and it is up to you to listen. As always, thank you for joining me in another episode of Tuning In. For show notes, go to tuninginpodcast.com and to find me on Instagram where I do all of my posting and shares, go to Dana underscore Evans. We'll see you next week.